0: Hey, my girls. What's up? I am super excited because I got um, my delivery from my website designer today for my website, and so I'm starting to get all of that situated for the launch of the upcoming podcast. Correction, I meant my upcoming course, not podcast. This is Kara from the future editing, and I just can't wait for you guys to see it. It will be at moneyandmentalpeace.com, but it's not all synced yet. So that'll be coming soon. Um, But this is kind of like a type of dream come true, you know, in the sense of, you know, when (laughs) you dream of things and, but it's like, it's not quite reality yet. Like it's more of a dream than like a vision of something happening. So I actually feel like this interest I had in my life ended up happening and I'm talking about being an influencer, but okay, not quite how you think of it. So I have gone through some different things on like, I actually had some viral stuff on TikTok and other um, accounts and YouTube and Instagram I've been on and whatnot. But I found how much podcasting got me to both where I wanted to go, but also within God's peace and guidance. And I thought it'd be interesting to bring on my friend and mentor, Stephanie Gass, to talk about entrepreneurship, not having a nine-to-five like your parents, being an influencer, and etc. All the things around um, if it's a viable option after college and also what you can be doing in college in relation to this and how the purpose of graduating debt-free could set you up for such success as this. Because, for example, I graduated from college debt-free with $10,000 in the bank. And I did not invest that in a business right away. I just kind of like kept it there for a while. But then when I was ready to get started on even a different type, like a different level up of my business, I just had the money and it was fine. And within about four months, I had a top 3% podcast in the world because of who i listened to and who i could follow and what i could invest some training in it was crazy awesome so have you ever been interested in being an influencer of some sort or maybe not that but maybe just uh you know location freedom and time freedom being your own boss like basically you don't want just a nine to five like your parents but is all that really realistic for college students whether now or after graduation. So Stephanie Gass in this episode spills on entrepreneurship God's way, and we're going to talk about that coming up. But first, I wanted to give you a sneak peek of the next module we're talking about in my upcoming course, The Debt-Free College Blueprint. If this is new to you, this course will include scholarships, strategy, and accountability for college students to graduate debt-free. And we're going to talk about briefly module seven in the course, which is going to be entitled Give Me the Money-Scholarships. Basically, this is where we go into the whole gist of of a way that I got through college debt-free, one of the ways, and we're going to talk about what are scholarships versus grants? How many should you apply for? How do you submit scholarships? What are in connection to your school? Did you know there are more scholarships usually at your school than just the ones they notify you about uh, in your financial aid letter? What about finding them in different departments or your community or your church or clubs or interests, hobbies? How do you even navigate online databases and even some suggestions on writing scholarship essays and things that's what we're going to be going about in this course now the unique thing is yes there have been some other things out there on what to do with scholarships but that is just one thing that that's just one module and ten modules of ways that i you know, earn money or lowered pricing to graduate from college debt-free. So the unique thing about this course coming up that I have not seen anything else like it on the internet is it's not just scholarships or it's not just how to choose a school or not just grants. Like it's all the stuff. It's, it's FAFSA, it's budgeting, it's grants, scholarships, get paid to live your life. You know how to find cheap textbooks and add peace to your life, what steps are next all the things basically it's like nothing you've ever seen before so if you're interested in uh, being on the wait list you can go ahead and join the christian college girl community on facebook and in the initial membership questions they ask for your email so then we'll if you do that we'll get you on the list for the information and look forward to it coming out pretty soon now on to the episode Hi guys, welcome back with my friend Stephanie Gass. Actually, friend and mentor. Like, I can officially say that because, like, if anyone's listening and wondering like how in the world I did college and now I'm doing this, this lady is the reason. So, <laughs> Steph is a CEO, wife, boy mom, coffee lover, and PJ all day enthusiast. And she helps women, and I'm gonna say young women like you. Um, start a podcast and successful online business God's way. So she is the host of a top 0.5% globally ranked, globally ranked podcast, the Stephanie Gass show. And she believes that when we partner with God in life and business, we can experience true miracles in our lives and the lives of others. Hi, Steph, welcome on and tell us any more intro that I missed (laughs) about you.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, that's really me in a nutshell, you know, trying to run a really crazy, awesome business from my calling, which seems totally unrealistic when you're in your early to mid 20s. It's like you can build a business from what God created you to be and from your giftings and now I'm living it out. So it feels really crazy uh, where I wear comfies all day and raise my boys and, you know, chase after one puppy and one old man dog. It's just real over here, Kara, so yeah, that's me in a nutshell, and I teach women how to really get clear on that thing, make a business out of it using podcasting so they're free of social media, and then monetize that so that it can help people uh help people and create impact and income so that's kind of what I do in a nutshell, which we'll dig into deeper,
0: oh yeah, well, this morning, I was on my front porch working actually on my website, so heads up i'm work i'm well, I had someone work on it, but I was just doing some of my looking over it and I stretched out on the porch swing in my pajamas and I was like I'm so glad I can just do this and like lay on the porch and it's like noon and I'm just working here and then I was listening to your episode from today on why social Pretty much, I don't remember the title. It was like social pretty much. Five reasons social media
1: marketing is dead. It's pretty
0: much is dead. It's a bold yeah. statement, right? It is, it is. And I'll tell you what, I haven't really talked with you too in depth about this stuff, but we might bring it up a little bit later. I actually did have a TikTok and had other things. I had some stuff go viral too. Um, we can talk on that, but I, I definitely appreciate this because I just have like two weeks of podcasts set ahead and I'm like, I don't even think about it.
1: Like it's a really- Oh, nice. So if you guys
0: listening are interested in like that kind of life after college and the relief, like the last semester of college, I didn't even look for jobs because I was just planning on starting a business and it gave me such just like
1: senioritis relief. It's amazing. (laughs) So let's
0: go. Oh, sorry. Did you want to say something on that?
1: No, I was just like,
0: yes, it's possible (laughs) for you to be in your PJs till noon. It is possible. (laughs) I tell you what, I mean, I don't have kids. So let me clarify that. But I mean, I stay up working because I like it at night. I went to bed at like 1230 last night and then I just slept in like (laughs) you could do that when you have your own thing. Of course, maybe not with kids. Right. So I was wondering if you can kind of bridge the gap from where my girls are to where you are now. So like, tell us briefly about your journey from college to career to entrepreneurship. Um, And with the college realm, were you, was paying for college and monetary mindset anywhere in your mind, I guess, during college? And how did Uh, all that eventually lead you to career and entrepreneurship? I guess I'm just asking for the pathway briefly. And if there's any touches of money that you had in your mindset around those times.
1: Good. So my upbringing was, you know, my dad grew up with no money and my mom grew up with no money. And my dad was the first in his family to get a college degree. And so it was not an option. Like, you will not be an entrepreneur. That's weird. You will go to college and you will have a stable career because that's what changed his life was having a stable career. And that's really what that mindset was. Right. When we think about the, I don't know, seventies, eighties. And so I, that's all I knew. So I got good grades and I went into my undergrad on a full uh, they call it the lottery scholarship here in New Mexico, and so yeah. I was able to go for free to college, and even the books were covered, which was amazing. Wow. So I didn't, I didn't have to struggle too much as far as a monetary. It would have been an issue because you know my mom, we didn't have money for them to pay for my college. My dad was doing pretty well, so he would have helped. But regardless, that was covered. So so I was very lucky in that, and I graduated here's where it gets weird. I graduated with my accounting degree, which is what you guys don't know me yet, but Carol's probably laughing because you know, that's definitely not like probably the best fit for me. (laughs) But I didn't, nobody ever said like, hi, there's so many options here of what you could become. Like, cause all you know is what you see. And I think a big piece for me that's lacking for, you know, older teenagers and even into your young twenties is like, what are my options? Like, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? What does it mean to have a corporate career versus being a small business owner versus running a business online? There was no conversations happening around that. Not even in college, it was pick your undergrad. And I'm like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, truly. And so it's kind of, and then all you hear is for me and my dad going, well, you'll always have a job in accounting. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. So went ahead and did that, got a job in accounting, of course. And uh, I worked in the financial markets industry for four years, and then I went and got a job as a financial analyst in a solar company, and they paid for my master's degree. And so that was also pretty lucky. Nice. I a master's, double master's in marketing and finance. So I've got the accounting and the finance and the marketing, which is really great because of what I do today. It's helped me a lot. But at the time, it probably, you know, interesting, interesting how God goes before us. Right. Because I do use a lot of that now in my being a CEO of my own company. So that happened. Um, And then from there, my company actually shut down. My corporate company closed their plant down where I live in New Mexico. And I was jobless and I had made really great money in my corporate career. But I was working 50, 60 hours a week. I didn't have kids yet, so that was fine at the time, but I was getting to that age where I wanted to have a family, and it just didn't really feel sustainable to work as much as I was working, and I also knew I was expendable, to be honest, because I got cut it seem- seemingly overnight in my corporate career, and I lost that six-figure income, and uh, they offered me a new job if I moved to Germany, which a little bit of a stretch, <laughs> So I I don't know this part of your story. I love hearing more story parts. (laughs) Yeah. So they did say like, hey, you can move to Germany and we'll maintain your job. But I was like newly married and all of our family is here. And I'm just, you know, they have a joke that like, if you're born in New Mexico, like you will die in New Mexico because something just happens to you and you can never leave in a good way. And that's true. And so I kind of was jobless and my husband was like, well, we're ready to have kids anyway. Like, do you want to try something else that you don't have to work so much? And I heard a commercial, literally, from online somewhere, and it was a network marketing commercial. And network marketing wasn't big at the time. You guys, obviously listening, all know MLM, direct marketing, direct selling, um, social seller. a lot of you listening may have dabbled, right? Or maybe you even do it. And so I heard about that. And that was roughly and. 2013, 2014. So I was getting in before it was really popular, and I decided that I was going to be an entrepreneur. And I just decided overnight. And what? Why is because it sounded good. I I heard what Kara said. You can work from home. Mm
0: -hmm. Specifically,
1: they referenced a pink flamingo in a pool that you could float on Mm -hmm. all day while your kids played in the grass next to you, and you could just make thousands of dollars a month. And I was like, well, that sounds fine. (sighs) I think I'll do that, (laughs) knowing nothing about anything, right? So I went ahead and joined that network marketing company and I became an entrepreneur and I didn't do it God's way. I did it the world's way. And there were lots and lots and lots of lessons that I learned. I will not go into that or we'll be here for five hours. But uh, what I learned coming out of all of that was that building a business God's way is the only way because that business ended up crumbling, lost everything. Uh, We had to sell my husband's Harley to pay the bills. We had to borrow money from my son's savings account to cover the mortgage for a couple of months. It was really rough. 2016 was a really hard refining year for me, but that's the point where I completely surrendered my business to God. You know, I was a believer, but I hadn't really surrendered every piece of my life to God. And that had to happen in order for me to have a God led business. So when I did that, it was about a year long healing process and God began to show me and open doors for me in In different areas where I wasn't expecting it, right? He started to make connections. He started to open doors for me. And slowly but surely, I started to coach women on really at the beginning how to market online, which then transitioned into helping them getting clarity over what they're called to do, which then transitioned into let's stop using social media to build a business, let's use podcasting and on and on and on to where I sit today, which is, you know, I have a million dollar business and. I think there's, when you do it for the glory of God, he uses strong, incredible kingdom women to glorify the kingdom. And that does take money and that does take impact. And we just have to have the right heart set and mindset to shepherd that well. And to know that this isn't for me, this is for him. And this is for the people that God's sending to me to help and uh, for his glory, all for his glory. And so what I do today feels super surreal from where I started. And the point of this whole long story is to show you that, Each little piece of your journey is part of a bigger plan that God has for your life. And it all comes down to the surrender and trust to let him lead you exactly where you are meant to go based on your giftings. Maybe that's a normal job. Maybe that's corporate. Maybe that's being a business owner. Maybe that's being an entrepreneur. I don't know, but God already knows there's already a plan for your life. And so trusting him and walking that out day by day is the biggest piece of advice I have for you when you're, you know, early twenties, late teens, any of those ages is just trust him. Praise God. That's awesome.
0: Yes. And, and I love that because of the, um, we don't know what is coming in the puzzle of our life kind of because, only, um, sometimes you only see, or when I was in college, I, I only saw sometimes two steps in front of me of how I was paying for the next semester or whatever. But I just imagined like holding God's hand and just doing the next two steps. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking with people uh, often on the podcast, trying to encourage to do that. And I really liked what you said, um, coming from the mindset of parents and a stable career, and then coming into uh, didn't know entrepreneurial or other things were an option. And I want to um, bookend that with the other extreme nowadays, unlike anyone listening, uh, you know, follows their favorite influencers right on YouTube or, or um, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. And usually you hear two sides. One is that that's a possibility. And the other side is that I saw in a parenting magazine once on like how to talk with your kids who, um, Want to do YouTube as a career, and is that a viable option? And like how basically, almost like how to dissuade them from it? And Mm -hmm. I think I was literally. So this is perfect time to talk to you, Steph, because I was literally thinking this morning. I feel like my eyes were opened, preferably at a young age. Right now, that it's not like like I've done you. I haven't told you too much on this, but I've done YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and I've amassed chunks of following. At one point, (laughs) with all of them combined, I had about thirteen thousand. Followers, but sure. I didn't know them personally and they weren't that engaged. Right. Sure. And even in TikTok, I was with a friend who had like, some hundreds of thousands of followers and we had a few things go viral. So hey, this is fun. Anyone listening, if you ever saw that TikTok where I said super califragilistic backwards, and then it started this trend of people trying to say it backwards and yelling at me that it was wrong, that was me. But listen, oh my like, gosh, I got sick of I think it had like five million views, and then eventually it puttered out and I kind of got sick of trying to keep up TikTok stuff. And I know this probably sounds crazy to anyone listening, but I was almost at ten thousand followers on TikTok. And I just like uninstalled it because it yeah. was just like addicting yeah. to me, and yeah. it was really like a God. I I just know I want to do something different and something that's my creation or my and God creation, and right. I, it's almost like they're extremes now. And what's the balance of what could really work with being an influencer, but you can be like a podcast influencer? And I was literally this morning on my porch and like I feel like. My eyes were open, like if someone who becomes a Christian realizes what the end goal of life is, or something. Yeah. Right. And so I'm not here saying you cannot 100% be on TikTok because I think there are some, God can use different social medias for his glory, but it just depends on what you want to do and the stress that it gives, gains in your life. So I did get connected then eventually to podcasting and I've gone through all the other things. So let's say I compare this to my next question where I just gave two like extreme options. But could you speak to the girl listening who wants to go to college but is not sure she wants a nine to five like her parents and entrepreneurial uh, life can be appealing but is it really a viable option post college? And I think that ties into my extreme that I was going here on if it's like TikTok versus something actually happening. Yeah, podcasting. Kind of my question's a bit vague, so I guess just like uh-huh. wing yeah. it, Steph. But like, no, I get what, what would saying. you say to her? Like, she still wants to do college. Like, I wanted to get through college. Just it was a personal sure. goal. But then. I, I didn't want to just be bored the rest of my life.
1: For sure, yeah. Well, and I want to touch on what you're talking about because I think it's very trendy and a lot of people are, just like with me when I heard network marketing can be this thing for you, right? That wasn't a lie because there are 0.01% of people that do make millions of dollars or even hundreds of thousands of dollars as an influencer or as a network marketer. But here's the truth, you guys, is that you can't own that right? Kara can't own her TikTok live. So she had to continuously show up to boost the thing, to fight for the thing. And my question to all of, to Kara and to all of you is like, did it actually convert? Did it make an impact for the kingdom of God? I don't really know about that video. She could have used those (laughs) people though, to do something, (laughs) but did it create impact or income? Now, sometimes they can create impact, but what I've discovered about social TikTok, any platform that I don't own, it doesn't actually convert. And I did an entire episode on that today. It's um, number 450 of my podcast, um, the Stephanie Gashow. Gash I'm going to plug that here, Care if they want to go listen. Oh, yeah, five, totally. I just listened to that one this morning. Five Reasons Why Social Media Marketing is Dead. and And that really means for you guys that if you want to be an influencer, you've got to discern in your heart why. That's really what it all comes down to. If you want a career on YouTube, do you want a career on YouTube because you're teaching something that God has planted in your heart that... It's your job. It's your responsibility to come into the world and bless people with it. Or because you think that sounds fun and fancy and you're going to get a whole lot of likes because those are two different ways to go after a goal. It's the world's way. And then there's God's way. Okay. So I'm sure there are people who are like, oh, I want to start a podcast because that sounds fancy and fun. And having a million downloads sounds pretty cool. World's way versus I'm going to start a podcast because I wanna be whatever, a life coach and help people and bless people and walk them through this pain that they're going through in their life, God's way. And when we do something God's way, he's gonna bless that obedience. And so you have to discern through, why do I want to be this thing? Okay, and then pray that God will purify your heart in that choice and just be aware that anything that's really big in the world, you've got to really pray over it and you've gotta be very careful of your boundaries. We still have an Instagram account as a company. But the team spends five minutes there three times a week. I don't go there anymore because I've decided that for me, the enemy was using it as a control mechanism literally over my life. Like it was, became an addictive thing in my life, like almost as much as alcohol was a stronghold in my life at one point, right? Social media became that. And God kept saying, Put it down, put it down. There's another way to grow this business. And I'm like, But don't you have to have it? And the answer was no. So, in a nutshell, for first, and then we'll talk about your second question, um, discern through why you want to be, be that thing or do that thing. Is it because someone else told you, you should, or someone else you're looking at someone else's life saying, I would like that life wrong, wrong goggles, wrong perspective, right? Pray journal, surrender it. I promise you God has a plan just for you. That's perfectly aligned with who you are. Um, lots of prayer, lots of trial and error too, because sometimes we don't understand God's plan. He had me go on social for a reason so that I could talk about it later, right? Can so I say not, that you
0: know? I was amazed at how I said I would never have a business and then I did this and then it also tied in things I was interested in with finance, with education and did you know my one of my um personality tests thing of like what should you do a career in college was bartender <laughs> and I said because you can talk to people. So like literally and your face, something put right? together.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's so cool. It's like you get to blend all these pieces of who Kara is and have one beautiful outcome for people. So on your second question, for the woman who's like, or the college student who's like, I'm not sure I want a nine to five, is entrepreneurship a viable option? Of course it is. Of course. But I will let you know that being an entrepreneur, you know, doing anything in your life, (laughs) when you're doing it for the right reasons, it's not easy. And one of my favorite quotes that's now become one of Kara's favorite quotes is everything's hard until it's not. So what's the easiest thing? It's going to get a nine to five. It's the easiest thing. You're going to go in, you're going to fill a hole, you're going to clock in and clock out, and you're going to learn some skills and it's going to be fine. And some of you love that. And they are called to that. And then there are those of you who will do that and go, oh man, I'm feeling this like restlessness in my spirit or this like feels like almost like discontentment. Those are alarms. I call them discernment alarms. Or God's like, "Hi, you're in the wrong place," and sometimes, and you just have again, Lord, show me where I'm supposed to be. Right, lots and lots of prayer and surrender in this process. But entrepreneurship is awesome. I do think that we have to not force it. I think that it's a lot of prayer and God's leading because, like me, I jumped into this one thing that wasn't the wasn't necessarily the right thing, and it ended up not working. So, if you're feeling the tug for entrepreneurship, just be sure that God led you there, that you're really open to what your giftings are and what your strengths are, and that you're picking something aligned with you, not that the world says makes, makes money. Okay, so it's like, oh, I'll just go and have an Amazon store. Okay, but is that really what you're called to do? Is that really what it is? Is that really who you are? And maybe it is because you're selling a specific product on there that you are so passionate about. Um, But often people chase the money when you look at entrepreneurship, and that's why it doesn't work for them. We can never chase the money and have success. So if I was to give you guys like a few steps here, step one would be obviously pray and ask God to lead you. The second thing is to figure out what are my strengths? What are my passions? What am I actually called to do? That's step two. Step three would be to figure out a plan to follow, to actually build a viable business, Because I didn't know anything when I started, right? And there's stuff that you have to know about being a business owner. How do I build this in a scalable way? How do I legally protect myself? How do I have boundaries as an entrepreneur and not work all the time? Like There's just so many steps and pieces that can make you feel overwhelmed. And then the fourth thing is that entrepreneurship is not going to make you money fast. That's the truth. So I actually think it's a great idea for college students to have a part-time job or even a full-time job while you build your entrepreneurial dream, because the worst thing you can do is feel strapped. And then you start to feel a little bit desperate and you start to try to force some things to happen that actually aren't in alignment with God's plan for your life. Which is funny you saying that
0: because like I didn't, I just went and started a business. However, (laughs) when I was in college, I took some time off to do a full-time internship I did other full-time things and so I gained the experience but what I hear Steph saying and I'm just going to repeat is that um there is a time and space to try things and also like nine to five can totally work because I know I think your husband right works a traditional job so to speak sure. and it's great I mean he like
1: he's fine with it
0: yeah if you yeah. love it that's where you're called to be this is not a saying that's not good um but definitely I'm all for the different experience and um, starting to build something up in a few hours a week or figuring it out while you're working. Otherwise, I think it's like, I just want to give people listening the hope that you can get to that point that there is
1: another calling thing or something that you own, that type I of think thing. About, like Think about how old you are. You guys listening to this show, most of you are in your 20s. Like, I really want you to get that. Cause like in my twenties, I'm like, I have to force this to happen. For, and I was like, now I'm I'm 37. I'm like, how old am I? I'm 37 <laughs> and I'm still not even into midlife yet. And I'm like, look how much God can do in a decade or two decades, like calm, slow, enjoy the journey. Right. There's no reason you need to be highly successful when you're not actually ready for that level of success. Cause that can also really be bad in your life, right? If you're not ready, your heart isn't ready. I know mine wasn't ready. Even into my early thirties, it wasn't ready. And so, you know, trying something, going to the nine to five for a while, trying entrepreneurship, go ahead and play with being an influencer. You can see the reality behind that real quick. Right. And then taking a step back from all of it and going, which one was the closest? And then you go back and you pour a little bit into that one for a few more years. And then God, am I in the right company? Am I in the right position? Take a step back, breathe, have some time with him. Like the, I think one of the biggest, I don't know if it's a mistake, but one of the things I did is I was constantly like, next, 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 instead of like that beautiful pause and that white space, that gray space you can create, that God can actually speak into the next step of your life. And before you know it, you guys are going to look back and go okay, because I tried things, because I took my time and I was on heaven's timeline instead of the world's timeline, I'm sitting in this place now that feels surreal. I'm doing the exact thing I'm supposed to be doing. And it's because your heart was open and you trusted the plan to play out the way that it should.
0: Yeah. And absolutely. I love that because what I'm getting excited for is like, Can you imagine, I'm kind of asking Steph and I'm kind of asking the listeners, can you imagine giving yourself freedom to try those things and pause and pray about it, but you don't have student loans to pay back, you know, or you're debt-free or you have an emergency fund. And maybe you're not being able to save a ton, but like if you lose your job or something happens, like it's just an inconvenience. It's not a, we're going to be evicted and homeless like there's that tie-in of like when I was trying to figure out what to do in college most people say no before you go I mean you can but also (laughs) also I didn't know until the last maybe third of the time I was in college but I went through each step and I didn't I would if I would have dropped out I wouldn't have had loans to pay back so like it was fine so like this is us saying try things um, but don't dig yourself into a hole in the meantime, kind of. I love that. And I, when I'm working on, Steph knows I'm creating a course now. Um, actually, we're talking next week about launching it. Yeah, so, girl. Um, I say character before currency. So okay. that usually needs to be built before all of this kind of explodes. And, and often in this instance, Um, income could become exponential where it's just really gradual for a few years and starts to build up.
1: I want to say something too on that point, like Kara, because she was able to go through college debt-free and save and had that nest egg, when she decided to move into entrepreneurship and become her own business owner, Kara had the money to invest in the coaching, to invest in the programs There's a reason that her podcast was quickly successful, that you guys were able to find her podcast, that her course is going to bless people and help them go to college debt free. It's because she had the money to invest in the way, right? How do I do this in a way from a mentor that I trust? And so that's another thing to think about as you guys are going through college or maybe right now you're in college, thinking about how can I make this? As inexpensive as possible, so I can save all that money to try these things that Steph and Kara are mentioning,
0: yeah. without
1: adding debt. Because that's another thing that, like, now you're in debt. The influencer thing ain't playing out. You're not selling the lipstick like you thought, right? You're and then an open, you're depressed. You're depressed. You can't go out with your friends on a Friday because you don't have any money. Like, there's a way, and I think that that way is being super smart, being financially savvy investing in the right courses and mentors to get you exactly the result you need that God's leading you to. It's weird. I would pray like, Lord, I'm struggling with whatever, like food freedom for me. I was constantly on this diet roller coaster for so many years. And and finally I'm like, why am I not talking to God about this thing? So I'd be like, Lord, is there a coach for me or a mentor for me, I'd like someone to help me with this? Cause I can't seem to get there on my own. I want to want to eat the salad, right? Like I want to want to. And God was like, boom, coach, answer. I was like, oh I had no idea. And it was like, I was keeping my spiritual life separate from certain buckets of my life. Mm -hmm. So you guys want to, your finances are part of your prayer life. Your business choices are part of your prayer life. Even where you're going in your twenties should be part of your prayer life. Should I go here or not? The relationships you're having, um, friendships. I wish I knew this earlier because God had an answer for every single piece of my life, not just those ones you're maybe taught when you're younger, or maybe you're never taught what to pray for. You can literally pray for everything. There's an answer.
0: I love that because um, I was doing this prayer course thing the other day, and it was like, keep it honest, keep it simple, and keep it coming, keep it going. The nice. prayer. And you can be, v- can be very simple, and it can be all day. Yes, just like constantly. Sometimes I see a dog on the road, and I'm like, God, I hope that dog's not lost. <laughs> That's exactly. It. I think you yeah. kind of went and we went ahead and answered the bonus question, which I love. And I thank you for your affirmation because, yeah. um, again, this always feels kind of awkward to say, but like I did graduate with $10,000 in the bank and <laughs> I didn't use it right away because it freaked me out to use it. But, but I had built the tried to work on this business for two years. And then when I was ready to have a coach, I actually was heart ready and I still had the money in the bank. So it was amazing to be able to try that. So I guess um I just want to play off this last question which you kind of already answered and see if you had anything else to say about if my girl's listening could graduate college debt free could it really set them up for success you kind of already answered but I wondered if there were any other little points before we get to our one last question
1: Absolutely I think one of the biggest one of the biggest things that can hinder you in your life is money stress especially when you're young because you're trying to make it you're trying to find a place, you're trying to set up roots, and then there's money stress. And one of the things that we lean on is debt. And truthfully, debt is one of the absolute worst options possible because the interest rate is going to mean that you're paying the interest more quickly, more so than you're paying the actual principal that you that you have borrowed, right? And so anything in your life that you can avoid doing through debt should be a high priority for you. And college is just one of those things that there's way too many options. There are so many millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars available for you. When Karen and I sat down to build out her course, which has every single option for you, I was shocked to learn that there were millions of dollars available and people just didn't know it. They had no idea where to go get the money, how to apply for the money, how to use the money, that there were scholarships, there were grants. It was limitless. And I'm like, no one should ever graduate college in debt because all of this is here for them. But you guys just don't know. And so that's why if you can avoid going to college debt free and you can invest in Kara's course, that's a no brainer in my opinion, because now you've just invested some money into a very affordable course to save yourself thousands of dollars that it would cost you to go and the interest, the interest of putting college into debt. That's another thousands of dollars, five to 10,000 to 20,000 more dollars that now you've accumulated. So I think that that's hugely important. And I think that what that also does, the way that Kara teaches it is to also help you make money while you're going to college. She is so cool. You guys, she has in her course, how you can actually make money by doing your homework, which blew my mind. I'm like, what is happening? Let me clarify. I didn't tell her to say all this. So go ahead keep, keep affirming me. I love it. (laughs) it's like, I just truly believe in what she's doing. And I'm sitting over here helping her put this whole program together for you guys. Right. And I'm just like, what? Say what? Like I was blown away to learn because I had no idea any of this was available when I went to college. And I know so many people who are still in debt that I went to college with. I mean, and they think, oh, I'll just get another student loan because it's interest deferred. Well, now they're in their thirties, forties, and the interest deferred is gone. And they now owe 30, 40, 50, a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt when they could have just gone for free if they had the right, the right tools, but they didn't know. So this is us telling you there's a way. Um, so Kara's actually working on and close to finishing her course. And I'm super excited about it. You guys, I want you to go and give a wait list yet, Kara. They need to No, know to...
0: because, um, I, there's a little bit of a back end on my, um, um, website thing, but I just refer people to the Facebook group because mm-hmm. in the questions has email, cool. put your email in. And so if you join our Facebook group, then the email will let you know info. Good. It's kind of so, a yeah. list.
1: <laughs> I am excited. I know that you guys are going to love that course and it's going to set you up for success to go through college debt-free, which is crazy. Get paid to go to college, which is weird. And then <laughs> you'll have the finances and the money and the means to try some different stuff. And if entrepreneurship is in that that deck, right? That hand for you, you're not going to feel any pressure because you're going to have that financial stability to try it like Kira did, you know, right out of college. It's totally viable. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you for all (laughs) that. Plug my course. (laughs) Really? Because, and then if, if you spend, this probably sounds insane to anyone listening because a hundred dollars is a lot, but if you spend a couple hundred dollars and it didn't work out, but you're not in debt. Like it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Thank yeah, you so exactly. much. Can exactly. we, can we end this with, um, just us last, I think the most important thing start with and end with is just connection with, to God with all sure. this. Mm-hmm. And, um, does the Bible speak to work, money, and even like own business type of thing. And if somebody's, someone's wanting this, is that okay? Does it sound kind of selfish that they just want their own thing? And obviously I kind of know your answer already. So then plug your podcast for us because you could totally tie that into what you teach. But let's say they graduate debt-free, but then there's suddenly the enemy wants to rack them with all this guilt and they're like, you know, I don't even know, like, am I being selfish? Is the Bible even taught? Blah, blah, blah. My questions end up turning
1: really long. So I think you get the gist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what would I you totally say about the God, the Bible in
1: your podcast? Yeah, for sure. So I actually kept hearing the word success and I'm like, success, like, what the heck? Like, does that even mean biblically? Right. And so I went on this rabbit hole of what is biblical success. And I actually, in episode 448 of my podcast, talk about six success principles from the Bible for Christian women.
0: I listened to that and last th- week, yep,
1: <laughs> and the truth is success, the actual word, is in even the new King James Version. and I can't remember it's like it's like James One eight or Joshua. I think it's James One eight it was in that verse. I may be wrong, but I think so. and it talks specifically about when you have knowledge and wisdom in Christ and you live by this book, you live by God's Word, you will be successful. and what's so interesting about that to me is it's not about money it's not about likes or followers or reaching a certain rank or busting through a glass ceiling none of it's actually self-serving success in the bible and abundance and more and favor and provision all of those verses if you guys you can just go to google and say scriptures about provision scriptures about favor scriptures about success scriptures look and see what the recurring themes are in scripture And their recurring themes are to live completely, totally, and unapologetically sold out to God's plan for your life. And then he uses you, right? God will use you to bless other people. And that is on every different level. You know, people like, oh, but I don't want to be in ministry or I don't want to be a preacher. No, no, no. You don't have to be. Kara's blessing people getting through college debt-free. I'm blessing people to build a business out of their calling. I have people who bless people by helping them declutter their home. There's nothing too small that God knows is a barrier for someone to growing in their faith, right? Or to having salvation. And a lot of the things that we use and teach, they're just barriers for people to really feel God's glory. So success is in scripture, abundance, provision, all of it. And what it really comes down to, go on your own deep dive, because I don't want to tell you the answer without you going and doing your own work. But what I've discovered is that it's, Believing that God has complete and utter salvation for you. You've already won, right? By believing that Jesus Christ died for you. The second thing is to just live by his word and grow in your wisdom. Then your life becomes easy, free and light, right? And then God has favor, blessing and provision for his children. He loved, right? Come close to God and he will come close to you. That's what success means. It means that you're living out the life that God planned and his plan for your life is so much better and bigger, and more fruitful, and more peaceful than anything you have on a vision board written down as an affirmation planned out in your mind. His plan is better, and it's so much more glorious, and you just have to be surrendered to it. Amen. I can just imagine
0: a girl listening, and she's just crying. Like there, there's a pathway past this for both school and what's beyond that, and and just definitely anyone. Well, you didn't, you didn't pitch your podcast. Go look and listen to her podcast, the Stephanie Gash Show. You kind of did throughout it, um, and I just, I love all, I love having you on. All the great words that you have to speak. So please thank you, Steph. Anyone listening, go listen. Um, hey, if I'm ever in New Mexico, I'm taking you out to lunch because I've I actually never met her in person. All these people I've met in the last six months with all this business stuff I've never met in person, which is so weird. So crazy. Um, And I really, really thank you for coming on, Steph. Anyone listening, remember um, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial entrepreneurship, sure, can be a viable option. Um, you can have a business tree. That's what Heather says. And, you know, you can be you're an influencer, honestly, just in people around you, but it can be different levels of life, but you got to be established in what God's guiding you to and leading you to for that to be truly successful, right? Biblical successful and happy with that. So thank you so much for coming on and until next time. I just did a little um <laughs> a little mumble over my words because I was try I well, sometimes I'm on the podcast. I start to do my um, YouTube sign off, which I stopped doing. I so, OK, plan. so no, we're in podcast mode now. Until next time, hopefully can, we can help you find money and mental peace for college. Thanks, guys. Hey, lovelies. Wasn't that amazing? There is truly true possibility that grammar didn't sound good. <laughs> um of God's guidance and unconventional work after college it doesn't have to just be a 9 to 5 nothing against 9 to 5 but you are an influencer just in your own life of people around you but there's possibility that in God's own way you can become an influence influencer in a different way as well. And if you're interested in just the long-form content of something you own, like podcasting, check out Stephanie Gas. Her podcast will be in the description below. And also, if you're interested in the upcoming Debt-Free College Blueprint so that you can have the means after college to pursue some unique things like this and not have to work crazy hours to pay off your loans and everything, then go ahead and join the Facebook group, the Christian College Girl Community. One of the questions for membership is email, so you'll get on the list to be notified about the course when it comes out, and I look forward to connecting with you guys later. Thanks. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, Would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.